Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. On this Friday morning, Tim McManus, Eagles reporter, what you just threw out there is really the most interesting thing of all, and we'll talk about that in 15 minutes. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, hey. and Zubin presented by Progressive hey. Insurance. Hey, We've made get it, it to another Friday. Woo. Get it, Key. Get it. it to another Friday. Can you fired hey. up? You ready hey. to go? Ha! Ha! Man, I ha. don't understand, though, man. My career, you know, <laughs> my career, man, as a player, I just don't get why I what, – what did I do wrong to people that my career went the way it went? You're he still just missed the quarterback carousel, man. Yeah, yeah, like, come on, man. It. Like, still seriously. On still on it. Dudes like Michael Pittman Jr. and <laughs> T.Y. Hilton and Jonathan Taylor, them dudes just hit pay dirt again potentially. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, they go from Phillip Rivers, which is a veteran quarterback who knew what to do, to now a potential – Guy and Carson Wentz that ha- that has some potential. If his mentals can get right and Frank Wright can get him right, Jay he gonna be straight. If they, if they could just get whatever sour grapes was going on in Philadelphia, they get rid of that and get him back to why the Eagles drafted him and what we saw when he went eleven and two before he tore his ACL against the Rams out in L.A. when he tried to run and got hit and flipped. If they can get that guy back. Or the guy that we saw at the end of the 2019 season, they hit pay dirt. I, I just, I, I'm so mad, man. What did I ever do to somebody? I just, like, God, <laughs> Keep these dudes, we, we, these dudes, these dudes be so lucky with these quarterbacks and really be acting like they popping at the position. Here's like, the crazy man, part. Key, yesterday when we were on the call, I was like, I, I had the wrong number. I was a little bit over, and then Evan, our producer, corrected me and said it was 50. But I was like. Do you guys know that Carson Wentz was sacked 50 times? And you're like, Jay, not sacked. Hit, right? Hit. And I was like, I think it's sacked. And then Evan confirmed, sacked 50 times last year. Well, yeah. 50 times. That's a lot. And had 10-plus offensive lines, as opposed to the statue, Phil Rivers, who had a top-10 offensive line who was only sacked 19. Yeah, and, and, and I would bet my right arm and left leg and a toe off my right. Well, I'm not betting my left leg. I only, I, I, barely they may not even, I only got one to work with. Yeah, they might not want that one. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> if you think about it, Phillip Rivers can't get away from anybody. Carson Wentz can still move. Even, you know, he can move. Phillip Rivers can't move at all. One guy sacked 50 times. The other guy sacked 19. Ugh. That just – but that offensive line in Indianapolis, look, Zubin, was built for Andrew Luck. Then Andrew Luck abruptly retired. At the start of the season, they had to go to Jacoby Brissett. It didn't work out. They got Phillip Rivers in there, tried to push. Buffalo was a little bit too much, just a little bit too much for Indianapolis. Now they make a blockbuster trade with the Philadelphia Eagles to grab Carson Wentz. They give up a second-round pick and in, in a third-round pick in, in this year's draft and a, in 2022, a second-round pick that somehow could become a first-round pick, which, in my opinion, that's plenty. For Carson Wentz, they they even if it turns into a first round pick, which it probably will, right? Because he's going to be the starter, and they'd be fine with it. He's going, yeah, to, I'll yeah, be fine. I'm fine with meet, it. He's going to meet the percentage that he needs to play, and they're most likely are going to be in the playoffs. So, yeah, here, sure, take it. And Why look, not? Ty Hilton's a free agent, but you got guys like Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin out there. I mean, if they land a couple of pieces, they land a tight end like a Hunter Henry. I mean, they're a contender, Key. Yeah, like but you keep they're a contender. Hilton, though. You keep I agree. I, okay, either way, I'm just saying they are a contender. Right, right now, they're probably in the top four of the AFC to me. The Eagles got fleeced. 
So you really believe that? I do. Damn. I do. Because what have I always Damn. said about players, though? You're brought here to do what? To coach him up, not run from him. If, 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 if Man, you, you coach him up, you don't run from him. But, but I don't know the inner workings of his mentality, his brain. Where was he at? Did he walk in there and tell him, you know what, no matter what you do, I don't want to be here because I can't trust him. I can't. I don't like the way that the cheese takes cheese steaks taste around here anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know what he said. I have no idea. They parted ways with him, and I believe Indianapolis got the the best of this deal. I, I'm okay because there's a new regime in town. It, it's similar to Arizona when they had Josh Rosen, and it's like, oh, a new regime came in. We want Kyler Murray. It, same thing. Okay, Doug Peterson was here with Howard Roseman to a degree. Carson Wentz is our guy. We got Jalen Hurts. We definitely had some communication issues with the yeah. way we talked to Carson Wentz about Jalen Hurts. Now there's a new regime to a degree. Okay. But like, the problem. Change the course of action. The problem with the Josh Rosen scenario, though, Jay, is Josh Rosen can't play. No, right I, I, I'm just talking about the Carson similarities Wentz, between regimes. Carson Wentz has shown that he can play. But and Carson I, Wentz didn't want to be there anymore because if of the he way it if went he down. Did, if he didn't want to be there, then I get that. I understand that. But if they just assumed that he didn't want to be there no, and, and, on, and, and looked at him as a player that what couldn't be turned around, that's something different. But if he had a conversation with him, well, Zubin, and said, hey, I don't want to play for you guys anymore. But, then, but Key, if, they know, fired, if they fired Doug Peterson, isn't that a sign to Carson Wentz? Okay, we understand that you had a disgruntled – look, that word comes up again – a disgruntled Well, at least you use it on Carson Wentz and not on me. <laughs> But you got, okay, your relationship with, with Doug Peterson wasn't good. We got rid of him. Was, isn't that a sign? Isn't that a white flag to Carson Wentz? Hey we're, hey, we're over here. We want you back. We're trying to figure it out. I just don't think Carson Wentz wanted to be there anymore. I would think before they fired Doug Peterson, if they intended on keeping Carson Wentz, that that conversation would have come up. Because why would you fire the head coach not knowing if the quarterback wanted to stay and compete for the job. I would think that you would address the quarterback before you fire a head coach that took you to a Super Bowl win. I, I don't know yeah. everything in the building at, at Lincoln Financial Stadium in Philadelphia and what was going on, but they certainly, again, they certainly got the bad end of the stick, in my opinion, mm -hmm. right now because you have a young quarterback that it's not going to take a lot to fix him, and he's going to a team couple of things here. Sal Palantonio certainly knows what's going on inside the NovaCare Complex Eagles facility. He'll join us in 38 minutes. Here's two things. We want to hear from Dan Orlovsky, who has been, as we like to say, jokingly, we like to rib him. He is the biggest Carson Wentz supporter. We're going to hear from Orlovsky in just a second on what a change of scenery would do. But guys, here's one thing nobody's talking about, or almost nobody's talking about. As Key said, the particulars, a third round pick in 2021 goes back in a conditional second rounder in 2022. That could be a first round pick if Wentz plays well. I stole the, your stuff. Sorry. No problem. The Colts have two of the first 54 picks in the draft. They have the 21st overall pick in the first round, and they have the 54th overall pick in the second round. They didn't have to part with either of those picks. So think about it. They didn't have to give up any of their major credit this year. They can keep their first-round pick. 
they can keep their second round pick. And that's no small thing because this is a big year for Carson Wentz. He's not going to ease in and Frank Reich's not going to be like, welcome in. We're going to slowly build. Wentz has to play well this year. And the best thing that they can do to make sure he plays well this year is to keep the first round pick and the second round pick and either supply some help on offense or get better on defense. To Jay's point, they have the best offensive line in the league as rated by Pro Football Focus, Costanzo was great. Quinton Nelson and Ryan Kelly are the two best players, arguably at their position in the conference. That is no small thing. We'll hear from Orlovsky. I know you want to ch- chime in here. No, I was going to say, I don't know how to get better. Where, where are you going to get better at other than at the quarterback spot? Jonathan Taylor, Quinton Nelson, Michael Pittman Jr., Reside tight, uh, T.Y. Hilton. Maybe you grab another guy on the defensive side. You got Darius Leonard there. You got DeForest Buckner there, Julian Blackman. So you got the. The, the, the defensive line covered with, with Buckner. You got Leonard at the linebacker spot. And on the back end, you got mm. Julian Blackman, a young safety out of Utah. So you got all three of that covered, those levels covered. And now you just sprinkle whatever is there around those guys and continue to build. The quarterback spot was the, the problem. Nothing else. They took care of business getting players. But you are right, Zubin, having the first-round pick still, you could do all sorts of things at 21, and then you still got your number two pick. Indeed. We'll hear from Dan here in just a second, as you might expect, a vigorous defense of Carson Wentz on the way. Really? So, with Orlovsky's guide traded, hang tight for Dan's comments. I promise they'll be worth it. Bring in passion, as always. So, with Dan's guy out, Jalen Hurts is in, right? So, problem solved at quarterback, right? Nope. The Eagles have the sixth overall pick, and there are plenty of people that think they're going to draft another quarterback. Do it. We'll find out and discuss it next. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Eagles just ended a quarterback controversy by agreeing to trade Carson Wentz. Would they really invite another one by drafting a QB sixth overall this April? Would you take a quarterback there to compete with Hurts? Absolutely. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Chishon, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Wait a minute. Not quite a minute. It's 57 seconds of Dan Orlovsky, Chief Wentz Defender. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. A change of scenery, he said, will make all the difference for Carson Wentz. Here's Dan. When it's right, 
he's a top six or seven player in the NFL. You know, I think the, the reality for this move when it comes to the Colts is it places that I think there's four teams as we sit here today that are top of the AFC conference. Kansas City, obviously. Buffalo, obviously. Cleveland. And this puts Indy in that top four. Number two, I would put Carson Wentz into the MVP conversation. I believe in him and Indianapolis that much. And then three, I'd say this. This 2021 Colts team is going to look a heck of a lot like that 2017 Philadelphia Eagles team. You're talking about a top five offensive line and run game. That's what he had in Philly. Philly didn't have a star in 2017. They had like four or five really good pieces around them. That's what Indy has, top ten defense. I think that this is a absolute home run for the Colts and something that the Eagles will absolutely regret two or three years from now. As spring training happens all over the country, Wait, is this in, really what, did, a home run? Did, did he say Carson Wentz is top six? He did. When it's right, when it's clicking, what do you think? Key, top six? Are we, are, it, what, what do you want me to say? No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking. You're the look, football look, expert. Look, hey, I, I'm, no. like, I'm like, I'm like hey, hey, what, what Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Well, no. No, hold on. You or you just mentioned quarterbacks. He said top six player, I believe. P- player, <laughs> not quarterback. I can't. I can, we got to have Do on. I, I but can't, look, here, here's I can't what with I, this. Here's I what I would say about what Dan said there. Dan is absolutely right about similarities to the 27, 2017 Philadelphia Eagles. There's mm-hmm. similarities. There's a great offensive line. Jonathan Taylor at the running back spot. Good players on defense. Reich. Young, 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 uh, Frank Reich, young wide receivers in, in, in Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, so when you start to look at it on the surface, he's right about that. Now, whether or not they could get him back to that form, we have to see. Because Frank Wright was an offensive coordinator slash quarterback coach. He's not the offensive coordinator slash quarterback coach anymore. He is the head coach. So his priority is a little bit different. His focus can still be on Carson Wentz, but it's a little bit different because his focus is not solely on Carson Wentz. His focus is now on 52 other guys, coaches. It's just a different responsibility than a position coach. Now, what I would say is when you look at Carson Wentz, if his mind is right and he's not broken from his time at Philadelphia – and he's not fragile, feel like if he makes a mistake in Indy, they're going to bench him or pull him, then he could become a success story in, in Indianapolis. And if not, then they'll be looking for another quarterback in a couple years too. But this top six stuff, I, it, you know Dan, man. Dan puts, okay. a lot of, Dan puts a lot of yeast on it. And when you start talking about he's a top six player, I mean, you listed the quarterbacks. Let's not even get into the other positions. Because if Christian McCaffrey's in that mix – Where's he if he's healthy? Uh, You know, Michael Thomas from the New Orleans Saints. Where's he if he's healthy? I mean, so let's not, you know, uh, not even including Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. D.O. just was excited there a little bit, uh, J.O. That's all. I got it. He's just a little excited. That's his guy. He backs Carson Wentz. He likes quarterbacks. I understand. I get it. Now, here's the thing. Key, you mentioned the word top six. That's a very apropos word 
because the Eagles actually are picking in the top six of the draft. We're not talking about top six players. We're talking about picking in the top six. They are actually at the number six position. They already have Jalen Hurts. They've gotten rid of Carson Wentz. Hurts looked pretty good during his four-game sample size, but ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano said yesterday on Spain and Fitz weekday evenings on ESPN Radio, hang on, Jalen Hurts, you're about to have some first-round competition. Ouch. If I know the Eagles and there's a guy they like at number six, they're going to take him, right? <laughs> because you don't, you don't just you know, pass on a guy you think is going to be a franchise quarterback just to spare Jalen Hurts' feelings or to be fair to Jalen Hurts. That's just sort of not how they operate. So uh, I think the Eagles are not at the end of their quarterback journey here. Wow. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Okay, I, Key, Wentz out. I don't understand why that's wow. I don't understand why that's, a, that, that's such a, a big thing. You guys act like the sample sides for Jalen Hurts is so massive that it's a lock that he is going to be the franchise QB for the Eagles for the next 10 years. No, that's, I agree that's with not you. not the case. No, no, I agree with you, Jay. Okay. I'm just saying, I, and, and let's get Key's rationale here because I think he's on the other side of this. I'm actually with you. I just think if you think it's dysfunctional now and it's a powder keg, you have the whole Wentz thing, you got Hurts now, and then you add another QB to the mix. I'll, Jay, I know your rationale is coming and I'm with you, but Key, you actually think drafting Don't a quarterback is... Me. You, I, I was on the call yesterday. I was on the call yesterday as well. Normally getting shouted down on the call, but as I'm muted. But uh, no, no, you think that drafting a quarterback is fine, just not at six. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, from you. no, that's 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 exactly right. You could take a quarterback. You should take a quarterback every single year in the National Football League because you can use that for trade value. I go back to Ron Wolf when he was a general manager of the Green Bay Packers. He felt that you should always get a quarterback somewhere in the draft. Now, taking a guy at six, that, that's a bit much. Like, what, what? if I take a guy at six, what am I going to do with that guy? What I'm getting ready to give him $35 million. You got to treat him like Wentz. You got to give him the job. Got to give him the damn job. So why would I... Trade Carson Wentz, make Jalen Hurts feel like it's his job, and then I go draft a guy after I traded Carson Wentz with the number six pick or higher, depending on if you move up, because knowing them, they'll move up and try to go grab somebody. They moved up and get Wentz to two. So why in the hell would I do that? That's stupid. All right, Jay, why? That makes no sense at all to take a guy at six because – you're not taking a guy in the top six, seven picks of the draft and sitting him for several years. You're not doing that, Jay. What if you see a franchise QB in this draft that could be your QB for the next 15 years? How many opportunities do you get a chance in the draft to draft a franchise QB? Because the last time I look at it, the last time, like on merit, the last time the Eagles have had picks in the top 10, it's only happened twice. Like, the, the one with Carson Wentz, like, they literally, they move from 13 to 8 to 2 to get it. But the other two times, they took a defensive tackle, and then they took a right tackle. And you're talking about the last two times. Uh, so, I feel like if, if Zach Wilson is that guy, if you feel like he can build and be the leader of your franchise for the next 10 years, then you do that. Jay. You do that. They just drafted a dude three years ago, four years ago, in Carson Wentz. That and they did, thought, but the, different they regime. Thought, but wait, Gee, this on. is a different regime. No, it's not. It's the same regime. Well, different head coach. I mean, Howie Roseman's there, but obviously. The owner's the, still there, and the, 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 the uh, Howie Roseman is still there. That's the same, that's the same I, people. I understand about nothing Jeff Lurie and Howie Roseman, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing changing on the brass that makes the decisions. The, and, and so what I'm saying, though, is 
you just drafted Carson Wentz four years ago, and you gave him Lord knows how much money, $100-plus million, because he was supposed to be a franchise guy. You parted ways with him because over the last 15 games or whatever it's been, he hasn't played well. Now you're telling me you can ready to draft another dude to make that same mistake? I, I, it's stupid to me. Here's what I'll say in 15 seconds. The Eagles have to ask themselves this question, and this is why I agree with Jay. Do we definitively know that Jalen Hurts is our starting quarterback? If the answer to that question is anything but no, you have to draft a quarterback. If the answer to that question is yes, Jalen Hurts is our guy, then don't worry about it. If it's I don't know, I'm not sure, we got to see more. If it's anything like that and you're at six, you got to draft a guy. The Eagles absolutely definitively do not know if Jalen Hurts is their starting quarterback. If the answer was a definitive yes, then move on. If the answer is anything but, you got to take a quarterback because it's six. You don't want to be picking at six again. On the way, the Eagles and the Colts made a huge, impactful trade. We've been talking about it since the second we came on the air. But it was also an impactful night for somebody in the NBA. A possible finals preview and an early salvo fired by the Nets. So we don't have KD. How do you see this offense maturing and growing as they move through the schedule? They really have found their rhythm. The looks that these role players are getting are phenomenal, but give them credit. They are shooting them at such a high rate. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning. I'm Zubin Mahenti here with your Sports Center update. As Key could obviously tell you, the Nets riding high yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Atlantic Division all over the Lakers, yeah. the <coughs> legends of <coughs> the Pacific <coughs> Division. Yeah. Who can name anybody yeah, we in tired. any division? We Nets won their fifth straight, 109-98. Nets were shorthanded. So were the Lakers. The yeah. Nets have been money against teams over 500. Actually, they've actually struggled against the dregs of the league, but when they need to step up, the Nets have been as good as anybody. Key waving it off. It's just a one-gamer. Maybe we'll see him for seven in the NBA Finals. Jay's thoughts on the game here coming in one second. As you all know, Carson Wentz on his way to the Indianapolis Colts to be reunited with Frank Reich. We'll see what happens. Our poll question this morning is who's going to be next, right? First it was Goff and Stafford for each other, then Wentz. 
this morning for you at 888-ESPN. The next quarterback move this offseason, and where are they going? Fill up the phone lines or Key J and Z on Twitter. Black history always. Today we honor the legendary Kurt Flood, who in 1969 changed baseball forever. It was really a flood of emotion when he was able to stand tall and went all the way to the Supreme Court. And even though Kurt Flood didn't win his case at the highest court in the land, his actions and his perseverance led Major League Baseball to abolish the reserve clause and spoken plain English. That meant modern free agency. And remember, this is the one major sport of the four in this country that doesn't have a salary cap. And think about how many men have benefited from this decision spurred on by Kurt Flood. A couple of days ago, somebody just signed a $340 million contract, right? Tatis Jr. It just goes on and on and on as we honor Kurt Flood. Sports Center presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. Jay LeBron, for the 30th straight game, mm. went 15-5-5. and five. I wanted to mention that. You get the floor here. Nets over the Lakers in a possible finals preview. What did you see last night? I first wanted to say congratulations to LeBron James for joining Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Carl Malone for a player in his career actually surpassing 35,000 points, Mm. which is phenomenal for a guy like LeBron James. But this is why I was worried. So last night, Dennis Schroeder did not play. He was out due to contact tracing. Uh, KCP had a small injury throughout the course of the game. But LeBron James, for having 32 points, eight rebounds, and seven assists, he's going to need to do so much more for this team without Anthony Davis. And look, it it wasn't a game towards towards the end. It wasn't a game. Uh, And this is Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving and James Harden. Kevin Durant did not play. So as you look at this stretch that the Lakers going through, and I I said a month, it might be a little bit more for AD when he comes back. But you got Miami coming up. You got Washington. And then you have a blitz of a schedule, Zubin. You got Utah, Portland. Utah's the best team in the league right now, playing the best basketball in the league. Portland, Dame Dollar, who's going to be an all-star, phenomenal Golden State, Steph's playing at a high level. Phoenix, which is a top five league, top five team in the Western Conference. And then Sacramento. So it's, look, it's, you're going to ask a lot of LeBron James. And that's what makes you worried as a Lakers fan. You know, how does LeBron James keep his foot on the gas? But at the same time, how do you preserve him getting him ready for another title run when the playoffs come along? I'm so glad you could speak for Laker fans, Jay. That's, we're so worried. Well, I'm a basketball fan and I watch no, every game. No, you said you know, Laker you. fans are worried. That is what you said. Laker it's fans not, should be worried. Did yes. you not say, again, did you not say that Laker fans are worried? Yes. Judge, you want to? Judge, Judge Zubin? <laughs> Zubin Were you going to call him Judge Judy? <laughs> almost, huh? He almost said Judge, Judge Judy. <laughs> but, but look, they went in and took care of business. There's no question about it. Brooklyn has a hell of a team. The Lakers, for the most part, you missing Anthony Davis. Uh, 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 Schroeder's out. You, you, that's a key component in banged up in other spots. So when you look at it, they didn't play their best basketball, no question about it. And in the end, the Lakers will probably still be there along with the Clippers. I don't worry about it before All-Star break. If this was the month of May – late April, and you're having this conversation, then I'm like, okay. But right now, I'm not – I mean, Jay make it sound like we should just start preparing for the funeral. No. Whoa, I didn't say that. But but you make it sound like 
that we're just done. No, no, the, I, the Lakers aren't done. But here's my concern. The more you ask LeBron James to do, I know he's a machine. But every once in a while, a screw pops out of a machine, especially when the usage of it is done a lot. So I, I, that's the one concern I have. Like, okay, AD, it take a month. But the more you're going to be utilizing LeBron James to be in these games to do more at this stage of his career, I think he can do it. I just worry about injuries taking into account. That's all. Yeah, that's fair. They did re um, take another look at Anthony Davis's injury yesterday. And essentially, as Jay said, he's now going to be out a month. So that's important. They kind of looked at it on Thursday and they said from two to three, we're probably going to go four. Lakers Jazz next Wednesday on ESPN. Huge Huge game. But before we get there, the Lakers are back in action tomorrow night against the Heat. NBA Finals rematch Saturday night, primetime on ABC, 830 Eastern. So from an NBA Finals preview last night, maybe Nets-Lakers, to an NBA Finals rematch, though not in the bubble, for the defending champs Miami and L.A. Los Angeles holding up their end of the bargain. The Heat have struggled a little bit for sure this year. They're all hoping to get back in the zone. Get in the zone. Brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Let's get to QB or not QB. Jay was playing his Stradivarius there in his home. More violin. We need the up-tempo music. We can't go with the violin here. We're eight minutes More away cowbell. <laughs> More cowbell. That's tomorrow night on Saturday Night Live. It's still Friday. All right. <laughs> Sal Powell is eight minutes away. Nobody knows the Eagles better. We'll dig into Wentz, Indy, Philly, all of that. Let's go to QB or not QB. If For the uninitiated that haven't listened before, here's the deal. We run through every division. In order of finish from last year, ask the most pressing quarterback question for that team. Let's start with the division champion. Pittsburgh Steelers. So we know that. They started 11-0. And, of course, Key, the big story surrounding the Steelers is, of course, being Roethlisberger. You know, I I don't know what to do here. I know that the Pittsburgh Steelers have got to address the quarterback issue, the running game issue, and now on the offensive line. And being Roethlisberger, take a pay cut. If that pay cut is significant, you run it back with him. You give him the opportunity to retire as a Pittsburgh Steeler. If not, you go out there and you find a quarterback – that can help you, but you have to address the offensive line as well as the running game. If you can't get to Sean Watson, don't do it. Um, I don't want to see Sam Darnold in a Pittsburgh Steeler uniform. Go out and get a solid backup like a Ryan Fitzpatrick and keep Ben Roethlisberger. Let him finish his career. Let him have a farewell tour the way D-Wade did with the Miami Heat. So Plexico Burris played with Ben Roethlisberger on two different stints in Pittsburgh. He was on our show yesterday and essentially said, Ben's not done and he's not even done in Pittsburgh. Don't ship him off anywhere else. He's going to roll in the Steel City, the only uniform he's ever put on. Knowing him and, and, and understanding how competitive he is, I don't think that he, he's ready to hang it up and quit. But I also think that he should finish his career in Pittsburgh. With, with that being said, I, you know, I think he'll be on the center for one more season, but I don't see him you know, entering into free agency or whatever the case may be or seeking a trade to chase another ring. He's a two-time world champion. But I I honestly believe that he will finish his career in Pittsburgh. And Ben Roethlisberger is set to have maybe the largest cap hit in the history of the NFL. And as the Steelers said yesterday, there's no way, or a couple days ago, there's no way that's going to happen. We will see. Roethlisberger said late January, I don't care about money. I just want to come back. We'll see if he sticks to that. Next up. Baltimore Ravens. 
We're going to extend Lamar. That seems clear. The Ravens have said it. The question is when and for how much? It doesn't matter. I, I think, you know, at the end, the end, he'll be one of the top five paid quarterbacks in the National Football League. Well-deserved former MVP has led his team to the playoffs since taking over for Joe Flacco. The interesting thing about Baltimore's situation for me and what I'm excited about Lamar Jackson is they've gone out and they've hired, if you know anything about this position, receivers, they've hired two of the most prolific wide receiver coaches in collegiate football. In T. Martin from the University of Tennessee Mm. and a guy named Keith Williams that a lot of people may not even know who he is, but he's a magician. They hired him as a passing game specialist. That means that he is going to help these receivers in Baltimore become better for Lamar Jackson. I'm fired up for these two hires. I think a fair number for an extension around Jackson's contract could be around the Deshaun Watson number, around that number. Uh, But, you know, Keith, I love what they're doing with that. Just go get this man a wide receiver. Go get him a top target. Is that Allen Robinson? Is that Chris Godwin? Get him somebody that he can utilize the right way, please. I hate to jump back in here on you, Jay, but Keith Williams and T. Martin working with receivers, especially Keith Williams, Tyreek Hill, and Devontae Adams. That's all I need to tell you. Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. His pupils? Who's he going to make? We'll save this for another conversation. All right, here's Jamison Hensley, Ravens reporter, essentially agreeing with both of you, just saying all we need now are the particulars. For Lamar Jackson, the question about a long-term extension with the Ravens isn't if it will happen. It's when it will happen and for how much. General Manager Eric DeCosta said after the season he will meet with Jackson about getting a new long-term deal done. This fits with the timetable on extensions with other superstar quarterbacks. Jackson completed his third NFL season, which is the exact time Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson each received their big money deals. Now, there's no doubt that Jackson will surpass Watson at $39 million per season. What everyone wants to know is how close Jackson will get to Mahomes at $45 million per year. Good question. We'll wait to see the answer. And we should mention that this is a first big move for Eric DaCosta, longtime understudy to Ozzie Newsom. The franchise is now his, and we'll see what DaCosta does. Obviously, this is a huge spot for your quarterback. Next up. Cleveland Browns. Same kind of question here, Key. You pay him. I mean, you 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 pay him and, and get the deal done in that draft class. You look at Josh Allen, you look at Baker Mayfield, and you look at Lamar Jackson. Whoever goes first, that's fine. All of them will trump one another. If a guy gets a million more, you'll wind up getting two million more. The next guy get a million more. I mean, it's, it is. But you take care of Baker Mayfield because he is your quarterback long-term in Cleveland. I pick up the fifth-year option. I think Baker Mayfield is a prove-it-to-myself type of guy. I think this could be used as motivation for him. And I know he finished the season very strong. I just want to see him sustain that caliber of play. If he can sustain it, I'm willing to pay you more if you're going to play like that all year long. Speaking of finishing the season strong, that's the exact rationale that Aaron Goldhammer, one of our hosts on ESPN 850 in Cleveland, says why you need to pay him. Listen to this rationale. From November 1st on, you could make an argument that no quarterback in the NFL this side of Patrick Mahomes played better than the Browns' Baker Mayfield. 15 touchdowns and just two interceptions in the second half of the season in the playoffs. Beyond the numbers, Mayfield has solidified a position that had been a revolving door in Cleveland for two decades. He's durable, starting 40 consecutive games. He's the face of Cleveland sports in the post-LeBron era, and I'd expect the Browns to try to lock him into a long-term extension before his draft classmates, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, Reset the market. We'll see if that's indeed the timetable. And coming in, in last, to the surprise of nobody. 
<laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. Who have not won an NFL playoff game since 1990. Let me just say that again. They have not won a playoff game since 1990. Mo Egger, our host on ESPN 1530 in Cincinnati, essentially saying there are a couple of concerns. There's a lot of concerns, let's be honest. But here are the two big ones. After Joe Burrow's rookie season was cut short due to a knee injury he suffered in Week 11, the biggest quarterback questions for the Bengals this offseason involve health. Question number one, after having knee surgery, will Burrow be healthy enough to play week one? And question number two, will the front office make the necessary additions on the offensive line and free agency in the draft to ensure that Burrow stays healthy once he's back on the field? Again, have not won a playoff game in 31 years. This has gone from being one of the NFL's meh, blah divisions to actually turning into a really interesting division, mostly because of the turbocharging that's been done by the Cleveland Browns. And maybe the best young quarterback in the division could be Burrow. So think about it. You know the rivalry between the Steelers and the Ravens and then everything Cleveland has done to really pick up the pace. And it appears as though the Bengals, after Achilles Smith and uh, David Klingler, okay, (laughs) they finally have their guy. It's the AFC North. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Andre Weir. No, not Andre Weir. It was uh, they got free agency from the Jets. What was his name? Blake. Blake, uh, Blake, Jeff Blake, Jeff Blake, Jeff Blake. Blake. added to the list. Keyshawn Blake. J. Will Zubin presented Jeff by Progressive Blake. Insurance. Sal Pal's ready to rock. We're time. It's time to break down the Colts and the Eagles trade. Okay. From the mess that is the Bengals to the mess right now that appears to be uh, the Eagles. The trade happened. Adam Schefter said it would. And less than two weeks after Adam put that tweet out there, it went down. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. There is nobody that knows the heartbeat of Philadelphia, the team, the city, and the birds more than Sal Palantonio, and he joins us this morning on the Goodyear Hotline. Sal, let's start on the Philly side of it, of course. How will Carson Wentz, after everything that has happened, the highs and lows, be remembered in Philadelphia? Well, good morning, gentlemen, and thank you for having me on. Uh, I know your your incomparable producer, Evan, always reaches out to me for the early morning call because he knows that I'm an early riser and I'm always popping on your show on the radio while I'm having my first cup of coffee, so it's an honor always to join you. And if you remember when I was on two days after the Super Bowl last week, Key, you were off, and I said, I I am skeptical that the Eagles are going to get a first-round pick for Carson Wentz. I was skeptical then, and I was skeptical the entire offseason. Having watched Carson Wentz in person and then on film and breaking him down, I thought there was a lot there to be fixed. And I think overall, where this trade leads the team now is – you know, they didn't get the compensation that they wanted, but they got some compensation and they got relief from the owner's contract partly. They still have to deal with the salary cap ramifications, but it frees up a lot of money that they can use in other places. And if Carson Wentz plays like I think he will with Frank Reich, they will wind up with a first round pick next year. But right now, right now, <laughs> Zubin. This is a 4-11 football team with a rookie head coach, a very bad offensive line, and no quarterback. And this is a big, big hole that they have to dig out of. Sal, how much pressure is on Howie Roseman right now? Like, how much pressure is on him? Is he sleeping at night? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Listen, Key, 
you know how it works in the front office. You got your guy, and your guy remains your guy until you know it's an untenable situation uh, in your organization, in your locker room, among your fans. And I think that Howie Roseman is Jeffrey Lurie's guy through thick and thin, and will be there as long as Jeffrey Lurie believes in what Howie Roseman can do for him in the organization. And I think right now they are inseparable. And Jeffrey Lurie, I think, having known him since the day he bought the team in 1995, Jeffrey Lurie believes in Howie Roseman, believes he had a major part in bringing that Super Bowl there, and believes that Howie Roseman, among many others, can fix the situation. Now, he's in the minority, He's definitely in the minority in town. So there's no question that Howie Roseman is, without a doubt, on the clock within the fan base and some in the organization, but not the owner. And as long as the – come on, Keith. You know, as long as the owner is writing the checks and believes in you, you're going to stick around, and that's the situation. Hmm. Uncle Sal, talk to me here. Is Jalen Hurts the guy, yeah. or, or, or are the Eagles drafting another quarterback with the sixth pick? Well, you know, let's look at the numbers, right, Jay? Let's look at just look at Carson Wentz versus Jalen Hurts in 2020. Wentz was three eight and one. Hurts was one and three. Wentz completed 57 percent of his passes. Hurts completed 52 percent of his passes. Total QBR for Wentz 49.6. Total QBR for Hertz, 41. Mm. Time from snap to release of the football, time to get rid of the football, was 2.9 seconds for Wentz, which is a very high number. You know, TB12 is down there about 2.1, sometimes 1.9, a full second. Full second faster than Wentz last year. Mm. And Hertz was at 3.1. He was higher than Wentz. So right now, you look at it, and you look at it in film, what can Hurts give you? He can give you the dual threat. He can be almost as good as Lamar uh, Jackson, but he's not as fast. And Lamar is way, way, way more developed as a passer, obviously, because he's had more years in the NFL and coaching at the NFL level that Hurts needs to get. So if you're asking me if they're going to give Hurts an opportunity to compete for the job? The answer is yes. And then the second part of that is, who is he going to compete against? Is he going to compete against a rookie that they take with the sixth pick or move around in the first round and take another quarterback in the first round? Or do they bring in a free agent veteran? This is very important to remember that nobody's talking about because I believe they will bring in a free agent veteran quarterback to be in the mix in the quarterback room. Because you don't want – here's what you don't want to start the season, coming off a 4-11 basement season in the NFC East. You don't – Keith, help me out here. You don't want your quarterback room to be a rookie. No, no, not at all. Under, uh, a guy who was a rookie and then another guy who was underperformed as a rookie last year mm. and then – a rookie head coach who's never called plays. 
Keith, you don't want that because no. that means you're going four and eleven next year too. No, who who would that free agent rookie? Be? I mean, free free agent rookie. Who would that free agent quarterback be, Sal Fitzpatrick? Well, yeah, you could always go Fitz Magic if you needed to. I mean, you know, there there are many, many, many possibilities. Let's throw some names out there. Let's throw out maybe I don't know Cam Newton. Oh. Let's throw out what is it, what's happening with the Steelers. Huh? What happened? What's happening with the Steelers and Cart and Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, think big. What about Jimmy G? Jimmy. What G? about GQ Jimmy? Yeah, I thought about. I mean, Jimmy. come on. Huh? I thought about Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, whoever it's going to be, it's got to be somebody. It's got you. Got to have a gun hand in the room who knows what to do. When the bullets are flying. It's a great point. And right now they don't have that guy. That's yeah. a great point. We've been talking about this for the majority of the hour, but Sal has brought up maybe the most salient point of all. you got to have somebody with a little gray behind the temples in the QB room. Sal, we got to run. Thanks for joining us this morning and always adding to the conversation. We appreciate it. Sal, pal. Uh, you guys are the best. Thank you. Right. Always right, good Sal. to have Uncle Sal on the KJG's. Uh, I love, <laughs> love you, Uncle Sal. Love you, baby. <laughs> Clearly, we were all adopted. He's Uncle Sal, but I don't see the resemblance. We were all adopted. I would That's say a Jersey this. Philly thing, man. That's, <laughs> That's Uncle Sal. That's right. Lurie bought the team. He was a Hollywood producer. Now they need a Hollywood ending. Problem is, we don't have a script in Philly. More football talk next.